1: Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi channel. I'm Steve.
0: And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 12 of season 5 of the Magicians. It's the musical episode! That's about all you're getting out of me for music.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you probably will get less than that from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I, love, I loved the music in this one. But... I felt like it was almost less music than we've had before. Right. It probably isn't. It's just because I wanted so much more, knowing that we we were creeping to the end of the season.
1: Yeah. We did not nearly get enough of Jade Taylor singing. That's for sure.
0: I feel like she needs to go, if they're not getting picked up anywhere else, to... What is that show? Zoe's Infinite Playlist, which if you haven't watched it, like people break into song all the time because the girl's hearing it like in her head. Long story. Right. But yep. like Jade could totally be on there and just belting out songs all the time. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, before we jump into our ultimate music episode, why don't you hit us with some ratings news?
1: Okay. Episode 12 brought in a 0.12 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.379 million viewers making it the 90th rated cable show for the day. So it did improve from episode 11. Not bad. No, not too bad. I still think a
0: lot of people were mad when they made the announcement, so they were just waiting to watch the end of it.
1: Right. Well, let's get into episode 12, The Balls. (laughs) Margot sees a purse she hates, Alice writes a letter, we couldn't get prints.
0: What? (laughs) Okay.
1: So we open in the penthouse with A returned marina.
0: Yes, Miss Snarky.
1: Yes, giving our crew the lowdown on how to break into the Nave Hotel where the world seed is being kept. And this hotel specifically bans battle magic and is protected by several complex wards. And the bellhops and guards are all empaths. And if they detect any emotion that could be indicative of guilt, you're kicked out and there are absolutely no physical fights allowed. Place sounds like it's locked up tighter than Fort Knox.
0: Yeah, this is interesting because basically any misdeeds will get you bounced.
1: Yes, or or beaten because Marina tells everyone that Her attempt failed because Gavin got the tar beat out of him when he was attempting to open the safe where Marina thought the world's seed was stashed. But Finn says, oh, no, no, no. It didn't fail because of that. It's because where you were looking would have been too cold. What? Yes, this seed thrives in 99 degree heat and 99% humidity.
0: That's hot.
1: Yes. Chicago
0: in the summer. Got it. (laughs) Or
1: Texas. (laughs) I'm not sure. Well, St. Louis might get that hot too. Anything below that temperature would destroy it. So, Marina, you were looking in the wrong place. And oh, by the way, I can read page. What? Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me? Yeah, imagine that. All of a sudden, Finn has become probably the most important person.
0: Right, because doesn't she say it's actually like ancient Florian or something?
1: Yes, absolutely. Now, of course, we open up the heist book and out pops the Knave Hotel. In model form,
0: that was so cool. Yes, like, it that was. 3D hotel. That was just the neatest looking thing. I'm like, I want a pop up book like that.
1: Right. <laughs> of course, Katie figures that the seat is being kept in a particular hotel room that's a few degrees hotter than the rest. It'd have to be more than a few. So, Elliot, Alice, and Katie will descend into the basement to crank up the heat in said room. Once they figure out which one it is. Right. And while they're doing that, Margo, Josh, and Finn will head upstairs to snag the seed. And Marina and Zelda will stay in the penthouse and navigate our protagonist through the heist proceedings. Because they aren't going to let Marina do it by herself because they still don't trust her and they shouldn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, even though she signed everything.
1: No. Yeah. The- yeah. So, of course, Zelda pipes up and reveals that there's a conductor spell, which will help keep them in tune with one another. And Marina's going to be the said conductor, and she will be privy to everyone's thoughts. That might not be good. As long as she holds the conductor wand, she'll be capable of coordinating their efforts in tandem.
0: So you think this is going to be good?
1: right now alice also suggests that they use a spell from a few seasons ago to bottle up their emotions as they did that way the empathic bellhops won't be able to detect them and then out of nowhere there's a knock on the door
0: (laughs) i'm sorry because this is funny
1: i know it's lord effingham with a shotgun (laughs) you go What? really now
0: what the hell
1: Yes, he plans on assassinating Julia as he believes she's the sole cause of Fillory's demise.
0: Yeah, not exactly, but okay. Yes, of course, everybody defends Jules. Oh my god, and then we get our first song. Yes,
1: out of nowhere, Effingham bursts into song, belting out Cruel to be Kind by Nick Lowe.
0: First of all, I loved how it was going, and I loved how confused everybody looked.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> of course, because he's singing, everybody else follows suit, and we get a full dance routine taking place. Right. Now, of course, Finn and Zelda are just enjoying themselves to the tea, yet Margo and Marina are <laughs> looking as disgusted as hell.
0: Oh my God. Marina looked so super pissed that she was yeah, there.
1: And so did Margot. She looked at Finn, and Finn is just jamming down. She kind of gave her that. Really, Finn? <laughs> look. Now, of course, Josh takes up the mantle of being Fillory's new savior and kicks Effingham out with assurance that he'll take care of Julia.
0: Oh yes, I love it. On my what is it? On my honor as a Catholic, it's like, what? yeah. <laughs> okay, we know Josh is Jewish, so I love it right. how he stopped. He's like, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. You were waiting to see something go horribly wrong during the dance scene because Josh is dancing with the rifle,
0: right? I was like, oh crap! <laughs> like
1: it's a guitar He's shoot and like,
0: like Eppingham like yeah, or something. <laughs>
1: Now, later on in the penthouse, Marina's ex-girlfriend storms into the apartment. And she is definitely upset for Marina succumbing to the dark side yet again.
0: Oh, my God. I was so ticked off. Oh, yeah. It's like, is there not a lock on the damn door?
1: Yes. They forgot to lock the door on their way out to the hotel. And she grabs the conductor wand and just snaps it in pieces, which, of course, severs the
0: connection. As soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not a fan of Marina, but what the hell is wrong with you? Yes. And I'm like, (laughs) she's a magician, right? So she knows the shit? What is her problem?
1: Exactly. Of course, Marina's just saying she's trying to help the magicians out, and she actually has no stake. But. Nope, Anna's not buying it, and they get into a knockdown drag out, and Marina finally just says, you can't accept me for who I am, get the F out.
0: You know what? I thought that was actually interesting, because this is Marina who was trying to have the life with her girlfriend in this timeline, because she right. lost her in a previous one. And when she says that, it's like Marina finally realizes for herself- Right. Like, I'm worth something, and obviously, I mean nothing to you, if this is how right. you feel. And I right. kind of felt like, I don't know, a little twinge of happiness for Marina for realizing that she is good enough. Right.
1: Oh, absolutely. And Yeah, I thought Marina definitely redeemed herself to the group in this episode. Yeah, I was a little surprised. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of surprise. Now we go, Mother, where art thou? And we find out Julia reveals to Penny that she's tracked down his mother. Uh Uh-oh. And she's hell-bent on learning all she can regarding Penny's mother's pregnancy experience. Of course, Penny is not buying into this plan because he feels like he's the one who caused her to go insane.
0: This is sad.
1: Yes. But he still goes with Julia anyway. And we see her approach the reception desk in a hospital. And she asks for Neela Adiotti, thinking that his mom is a patient, except she's not.
0: Now, when we were live-tweeting this, this is when Arjun said, Julia and Penny are not part of the musical episode. Right. Because I got really interested in what kind of songs would they have them sing at this point. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this one could have... (laughs) <laughs> Turned into a tearjerker real well. Uh, well real I,
0: I still think that this was because everything. Oh, with it these, definitely
1: was. Yes. This
0: group, it was heart-wrenching.
1: Yes, it was. And Julia divulges the information to Penny that she's not a patient. She's actually a nurse and encourages him to take a leap of faith, which, of course, he does. And he reunites with his mother. Unfortunately, it doesn't go so well as Neela starts hearing voices again, which happens to be a property of traveling children and their mothers. You go, "Uh uh-oh.
0: Yeah, this starts to hurt really quickly.
1: Right, because, of course, the child has the capacity to pass on their gifts to their mother. When they're in close contact with them. So, yeah, that's why she's hearing things. And Neela tells Penny that she's happy that he's going to be a father, but you can't come back here because I can't lose my mind again. You go, oh, I was tearing up. Oh, yeah. It was tough to see Penny. Have to go through that, mm-hmm. and even his mother go through that, to where she basically has to tell him go away because you're killing me. Now, of course, Julia goes storming right back in there, telling her that magic exists and that Neela's not crazy. She's just absorbing some of Penny's magical powers when they get close to each other. Eh, but Neela's not buying any of it, and she's standing steadfast in her resolve to. Not have Penny in her life for both their safety.
0: And even when Julia's like, really, we can figure something out. You don't want anything to do with your grandchild? Right. Oh, this was just like twisting the knife. It sure was. Of course,
1: Julia relays this to Penny and tells him they need to figure out a way to break that magical connection. Good luck with that. So we head to the nave to see how the heist is going. And we see Pete entering the hotel posing as a guest. He gets checked in and up to his room, opens the suitcase, and out comes everybody else. <laughs> Yo. Oh, Mary Poppins.
0: Oh, my God. I thought this was great as they all start coming out of the suitcase. Yes, and stretching the kinks out. Yeah. <laughs> oh that, that was God. cracking me up.
1: Yes. And we see them all put their bottled up emotions around their neck, and we. See Pete going back downstairs to meet with the couple, George and Paloma Ball.
0: Okay, Pete. Oh,
1: we finally get the (laughs) the call connection. Yeah,
0: But it's like, okay, Pete, you got this, right, man?
1: Yeah. Yeah, not so much. And we kind of see why Marina's not always had the best luck with her people because they just... Aren't that good all the time? <laughs> no, no, they're not. Yeah, he tries to keep him distracted while the remainder of the magicians steal the seed. However, he tells one white lie about wine and the bellhop detects it and out he goes.
0: I was like, oh shit. Yeah, this is not good. Because <laughs> what did he say? Like, it was like the year or something of the wine. Right, well,
1: yeah, it, it was supposed to be some real hoity-toity wine and it was some two (laughs) dollar it was like
0: super cheap yeah
1: yeah so and of course the balls head upstairs hearing that a disturbance is afoot and of course we see fog 17 come upon margo finn and josh which is not good at all as he promptly restrains them now elliot makes it out with alice and katie As a distraction, once he spots the balls, making a break for the escalator. And that was some distraction going on there.
0: (laughs) I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) What the hell are you doing? I was like, I feel like Elliot and Alice lingered a bit.
1: Yes, absolutely. Of course, a bellhop spots them and, of course, is suspicious of their motives. Yeah, not every guy has two women all over him, so. And, of course, Alice trips, and her bottle of emotions breaks as she hits the floor, and on come the feelings.
0: I really feel like those bottles should have been a little stronger.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, they should have been metal. Yeah. And, of course, the bellhop has both Katie and Elliot by their necks, off the ground, and, of course... Alice can do nothing but break into a rendition of David Bowie's
0: Afraid. I was like, all right, nice. We got some Bowie happening and Alice was really belting it out.
1: Yes. From where Olivia came from on the first musical episode to this one, wow. Right. And of course, these empaths cannot take an overload of emotion, and
0: they collapse. You go, ah, huh, Yeah, I love what they're Interesting. Like... Yeah, exactly. When they're like, well, that's a turn we weren't expecting. That's good. No. <laughs>
1: now, of course, the balls find the others under strict supervision by fog. Now, of course, Finn reveals that as a true Felorian, she can aid the couple with their mission to translate the plant page and harness the power of the world seed.
0: I thought that was really funny because they're like, fine, we'll take you, but why? And at one point, I love it when he says to Fenn, you're odd or something. And she's like, thank you. (laughs) And he's like, what? like, he looked really confused.
1: Yes. So Katie heads off to find them and... Elliot notices that Alice is feeling down in the dumps, back to being unsure of herself, and not to mention undoubtedly terrified after her last encounter with George Ball. So he sips some of his emotions, and they break into song, Don't Give Up by Peter
0: Gabriel. This was really deep. I didn't know who it was either. Somebody had posted who it was, and I'm like, okay. And... I was feeling it had to be their connection with Q, right? Right. But it was like, oh, my God, I, I was really starting to tear up. Yes, absolutely.
1: This was a very heartfelt rendition of the song. Both Hale and Olivia just killed it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we even get to see Marina and Zelda join in a little bit there.
0: <laughs> Man, Zelda is really digging this episode. She's like oh, yeah, she loves all over and yeah.
1: So we see Finn with the couple attempting to translate the page, albeit poorly, and she doesn't want them to succeed, although we do find out that their motive isn't that insidious.
0: And that was funny, though, because she's like, huh, wasn't expecting that.
1: Right, yeah. (laughs) It's just because they have so many people that would like them dead that they just don't feel like they could have a child, and that's why they're wanting uh, to have this new world, because somebody had cursed Paloma with infertility.
0: Yes, because they have a lot of enemies, apparently.
1: Yes, a lot. (laughs) I'm sure. And then we see Katie, of course, going into the room and joining the others captured by Fog 17, but I am really surprised I think (laughs) that she was able to pull this off because she hands him the flask and of course he's thinking oh you off the bandwagon here and so he takes a swig and thinks it's some really good whiskey and oops it's the stuff that sends one to the etheric realm and poof 17 is gone.
0: I was really
1: surprised. Yeah. What was so amazing was that Katie thought enough to have that in her back pocket just in case. Now, yes, last episode we found out that Fog 17 was in cahoots with the balls. Right. But to be that prepared, that was just awesome. Of course, this gets everybody free. And we check back in with Alice and Elliot who find out from Marina that. Pete screwed up and was booted from the hotel, meaning their method of escape is gone, yet Alice has a plan. Quick thinking here, Alice, as she sends a note with a spell out the window. And you go, huh, who could that be? Really had no idea who she could be trying to get a hold of, unless it was Hyman. Right. (laughs) And we see Elliot... Alice later in the basement, adjusting the temperature to the hotel room where the seed is being kept, and they encounter another bellhop. This time, Elliot finishes his emotions... And they break out into I want to be sedated by the Ramones.
0: I love this song anyway. I felt like it was always like the pharmacy song. So yes. <laughs> like, whenever it would come on, I'd be singing it in the pharmacy anyway. So when they all decided to suddenly like slam their emotions then, right, I was like, yes. <laughs> 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 because it was just so fun.
1: Yes, and it was great because we see Josh trying to go through one of those carts.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, Katie Just like to not get
1: knocked z- on his ass.
0: Yeah, Katie does like this kind of jump through the luggage cart, and yeah, Josh right. like bloop right on his <laughs> face.
1: And of course, that's when we get. Katie's one line of the episode where she gets to sing it, but the group takes down a whole lot of bellhops before breaking into the ball's hotel room. And Katie grabs a hold of Paloma and pushes a blade against her throat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. George notices that the thermostat cannot be moved up despite the room only being a chilly 94, which is too cold for the seed.
0: Now, when this all started to happen, because Right before this, I think, is when Fenn happens to say, oh, I like your knives. Right. And he <laughs> snags Fen and puts the knife to her throat. And I kept thinking, oh, my God, Fenn is like going to sacrifice herself for them. And right. Of never Hillary. Get- I was so scared. Right. I was really thinking something horrible was going to happen to Fen here.
1: Yes, it was not looking good. And it was like, no, you don't need to be killing off people. In the penultimate episode. Yes,
0: I'm like, please don't do this to me,
1: please. (laughs) But we can thank Margo for that as she urges the pair to drop their weapons. And once they do, she whips out a gun and shoots George in the hand. (laughs) And in all the commotion, everyone is searching for the seed.
0: Yeah. uh... And Finn goes, I know where it is. (laughs) Yeah, it's okay, guys. And I was like, did she just put it? Oh, my oh,
1: God. Yes. So, of course, as they all head out, they're still singing, I want to be sedated. And that's when Finn reveals that the seed is indeed safe. It's hot and humid there, you know?
0: Oh, my God. And I was just like. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> I couldn't get past. I'm just like. No. I think my jaw was on the floor till the end because I was just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what, Ben? Fast thinking. Yes. But oh.
1: Yeah. Everybody did real well with coming up with solutions to problems as they arose, and I was very impressed with that. As the group heads up to the roof, and you think, how are they getting off the roof?
0: Right. I'm like, how did she have an exit plan? Yes.
1: (laughs) And out of nowhere, we hear reindeer bells and it's Santa to the rescue.
0: I was really surprised because I'd kind of forgotten about him.
1: Yes. I'm
0: like, okay. So how, I'm thinking, how did she get the, the airplane, like the letter to him? And I'm like, okay, wait, the circumstance thing is in the hotel. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense.
1: Yes, yeah, so for a penultimate episode, it was pretty good. Yeah. I was very pleased with it that I could have used more Jade singing, but all in all, I was very happy with it and it was great to see them, all of them react so positively when something went wrong. Yeah. Well, usually, we don't really see that. So, that was really something that I was just high-fiving myself the whole time.
0: <laughs> I was just really happy that Fed wasn't killed off because I was really yes. thinking that was going to happen. Yeah. And that really had me worried. So, I'm glad nobody died this episode. Yes.
1: And let's hope the seeds stay safe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well. What do you guys think about this episode and the series so far? Send us an email at scifitalk at fangirlzone.com. Let us know your thoughts. And while you're at it, if you can rate review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on. Because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends about the show. They can watch all of the seasons and then binge watch five by the time they're done with the first four. Yep. <laughs> We of course hope you're enjoying the podcast and let us know your thoughts on how we're doing here too. Not just on the show, just in general. And I am Sean Fangirl S for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk. And
1: I'm Steve. So let me get this straight. Every time we have a feeling, we're going to go full on glee. And until next time.